I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, thanks for joining us for another BTSC broadcast this week's second second edition of The Homies. And you can't have a show called The Homies without The Homies. So with me right now, we got the homie Big G. What's up, Big G? What's cracking, lacking, Tate? From the know-it-all crew all the way from East Coast to West Coast, let's get it in with The Homies show on the BTSC. Pay, homie Pay, what's happening, man? What's going on, fellas? Y'all getting any snow yet? Whole bunch, whole mm. bunch here in OHIO. Tragic. Yeah, not 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 too much here. It's it's wet and gloomy out here in the in the DMV. B Dirt, what's happening, man? Glad to have have you with us for a few minutes. We know you're going through it, watching your your squad right now, man. Tell us tell us what you think after the first half. Yeah, you know, uh, you know how you get uh, hotel rooms by the hour. You got me for about fifteen good minutes. <laughs> what? Uh, I should say, why you get hotel rooms by the hour, be dirt. But this, what do you mean? A, <laughs> what do you mean? It's a PG show. Wait, hey, you, you, what's up, Casey? Man, thanks for joining us, bro. What's happening? Oh, there we go. Yeah, for sure. Brighten it up. Uh, you know what? I mean, got two hundred yards passing around uh, the first half. Uh, be dirt. Ter- Terry, Bra- Terry Bradford said, "Man, you hear why your game is on." Halftime, halftime, Terry. <laughs> yeah, you'll see me disappear here shortly. Boop. Um, I, you know, I, I think I've been happy with our ability to run. Um, I actually had a question about this for Big G while I was sitting there thinking about it. You yeah. know, the offensive line uh, definitely been an issue for us. 
And uh, I told you guys in, in one of our chats, um, you know, Buffalo gave Skylar Thompson 3.2 seconds. Yeah. You can't give Burrow three. Yeah. Uh, does does the the snow and the footing on that turf help us? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It benefits the offensive players versus the defensive players because they know where they're going and the defensive players have to react to where they're going. Mm-hmm. So it benefits. And normally all backup offensive linemen are normally ground guys. So they push the ball forward in the offensive running game, i.e. why you didn't see Samaje Piron and Joe Burrow really get some nice runs in the first half. Because backup offensive linemen normally can run block, and they're not really good at pass block. So well, it benefits the Bengals. On the defensive line for the Bills, their strength right now with pass rush with Vaughn Miller out is bull rush. Correct. And getting that footing a little bit more difficult. I will tell uh, Mark Tobin, I am home. I am on the north side of Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the north side with all these stripes. <laughs> Represent, Peter. And he will, and he will. He will go to, to formerly Hinesfield, now Acrisure, represent his squad. We've done it before. <laughs> will do. But, uh, no, nah, well, I think Joe Burrow's playing a good game, man. I think I think what we've seen thus far in the playoffs with the, either this young quarterback group in the ASC is Trevor Lawrence past Justin Herbert. Yeah. And I think Joe Burrow is passing Josh Allen right now. I, I'd feel a lot more comfortable if we got a tutty instead of a field goal in that. But it, I think it was the right call. I mean, I don't yeah. think he survived the ground. It was not a catch. Yeah. Um, but, whew, boy, you'd like to have touchdowns and not threes in this game. Once our premium the players got to take them. Lead, lead the analytics for the regular season. Take the play, take the points while you got them now. It's winner go home. Yeah, right. yeah, I agree. And and you know what? I mean, I, we're sitting here at 17-7, and, and and things feel great, but that first possession by the Bills should have been a walk-off tutty. Yeah. I mean, Cameron uh, Taylor-Britt just got toasted, yeah. and, uh, and and Allen missed him, yeah. you know? Yeah, and yeah. Stephen Diggs running free. Yeah, mm. it, which you can't have. Right. One no, guy agree. you can't let run free. Yeah. I think the uh, uh, that rush. I forget the uh, I forget which end that was that came from Cincinnati. That kind of distorted Josh Allen's Josh Allen's arm angle on that pass that made it go a little higher. Yeah. Uh, if if he had yeah, like he was stepping up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if he had a little, if he had a, like a half second uh, more cleaner pocket, that that probably is a touchdown. But yeah. credit credit the Bengals defense, the front seven. That was sure. Hendrickson on that yeah. uh, on that left side. Yeah, for sure. Great first half, though. Great, 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 great first half. Yeah, well, 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 it was a great first half, and you know, I, I told you guys on our uh, on our Know It All show the other day that I, you know, I root for my money. I bet on the Bengals, so got all my orange and black. Only orange and black I really have. Let's go Bengals. I teased it. I teased. Uh, I, I got the Bengals plus twelve over forty three. Hey, hey, uh, B-Dirt, man, for real, for real. I picked the Bills, too, man, but I told them. and I Oh, mean, I heard. Oh, I, I heard. but I told them, and I meant it. <laughs> I, I wanted, I, if I wanted to be so wrong, I wanted to be so wrong because my Super Bowl pick is the Bengals versus the San Francisco 49ers, and I just didn't know if they could overcome three linemen down, but they have shown at least one half of football that their three mm. linemen down means absolutely nothing. Joe Burrow's if, out there playing. Listen, there's a like lot of football. The there's a lot of football left. 
yeah. And I'm yeah. a Bengals fan, so I'm used to having my heart ripped out of my chest. You know, what I mean, I'm yeah. still. I got butterflies yesterday, like I wow. was getting ready to play a game today. It's uh, it, it's it's rough. Being a Bengals fan is hard work. Yeah, I get it. I if understand. the if the if the Bengals and 49ers go to the Super Bowl, that'll. I'm and I'm not starting. I'm asking. Will that tie the Steelers and Cowboys for most Super Bowl matchups? I I think it's three. I think the the lead is three, and I think that will be the tie for the three three Super Bowl appearances against each other. Right. Yep. So I'm pretty sure it's three three where the NFC team is the the Cowboys and three is the NFC team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. So this will tie that matchup. I I did. I was I was surprised that Tate took the Bengals because I thought for sure. Um, that he was done with me and Maude and, and just wanted to get both of our teams out of here so he didn't have to hear about it anymore. Mm. Mm. No, I mean, I'm not a hater like that, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey, yeah. I, hey, I wouldn't, I would, I know, I know a lot of Steeler fans that wouldn't root for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Now, I'm somewhere between Philly that like Jalen Hurt and the Bengals. Mm. But if it's the Bengals, I'm okay with that because that makes the standard of the NFL in our division and it gives us. You know that competition that we get to play two times a year for sure. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I can't, I can't, I can't even complain about that. Yeah. When Mark, we go Mark home, Tobin, we gonna, we gonna get to that in just a minute when we get out of here with B Dirt leads. Go back watch the game. We got a few things we're gonna talk about before we get out of here. So just stand by, Mark. Thanks. Hey, when we go home, it's all AFC North. Even, even the Ratbirds, I'm cheering for them too, man. <laughs> when we go home. I'm cheering for them all, man. I am yeah, domination. I'm the, I'm the same way, man. I mean, I don't have, I don't have that problem now during the regular season and when stuff is going on and be dirt and the rest of his bingo people are obnoxious. Uh, okay, but you know, we're down to it now. He should be rooting for his boys. So you know, I got no reason to hate on him now. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Rat birds. Rat birds. They call the Ravens, I, man. Rat. The I've been bird, so man. obnoxious all year. It's just been it's been brutal. It's hard to take. A G's yeah. take, big G's taking the Bengals more times than I have this year. Hey, I'm pickles. with him. Hey, I'm with him, man. I'm with him. I'm th- th- so so that I guess that take might that might transition as to where we got to talk about. I just Are the Bengals the standard? Are they the standard of the AFC North? That's my question. That, Are that, they the standard? That was a topic on our things to talk about. So we may as well yeah. jump right into it while B Dirt's still here. Yeah, are they the standard, Peter? Hey, are they the standard? The Bengals the number one team. I mean, I think we have been the number one team from the second half of last season through through now. But I, 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 you can't call it the standard mm-hmm. to me until you see how we navigate upcoming challenges with uh, financials, with getting guys signed to long-term deals. This could be a flash in the pan. This could be over after next year. You know what I mean? Like yeah. – I, I know that. Um, yeah. So you, you, we have to be able to navigate that piece, continue to add and draft correctly in order to be in that conversation where we challenge for the division and we challenge for the AFC every year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't put us there quite yet. I want to see some more long-term sustainability. I think I think going into next year, this is the most competitive division in football now. I wouldn't have said that this past year I had a second or third, but – I think moving forward with Burrow ascension to top three quarterback, not just top five, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson with a year under his belt, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson probably going to get franchise tagged and come out and really want to prove himself again, mm-hmm. and and the, the upward trend of Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh, I think we're in for a heck of a division race. 
Now, Cincinnati being the standard, they went to the Super Bowl last year. But what they didn't do last year, they did this year, is win a division. Yeah. I mean, to be the standard of a division, I think you got to probably run off two or three in a row. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they just might be the best team in, a, in, in, in our division right now, but I don't know that it's the standard just yet. Hey, they the standard? You think they are? Yes, no? I think when you have the best quarterback in the division, you you, you become the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's chasing to, you know, equal him and be better than be better than him. Uh, their offense, as, as you've said plenty of times, Big G, 11 personnel. Who's got the best 11 personnel out there? Them. Uh, yeah. They are the standard. Everybody's chasing them. Yeah. Hey, so th- the reason I ask that question is because for years, the Steelers has been the standard in, in the division. And what would happen is the teams in our division would mimic us in order to beat us. When we had a dominant defense and all, everybody was flying all everywhere, the Baltimore Ravens built a team that looked just like the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you closed your eyes, you would think the Ravens was the Steelers. So it's the, it was the same team. We're going to pound the ball running. We're going to play defense. The Steelers switched up. They went offense. They had playmakers. Antonio Hall, Antonio Brown, Plexico Burris, the list goes on and on. They started throwing the ball all over the yard. The division flipped again, and that's when the Cincinnati Bengals built that Chad Ocho single team, a single team, and who's Mazada trying to chase the Steelers. So I'm saying that's why I asked the question, are the Bengals the standard? Because now if that's the case, the Steelers and other teams in the division have to increase their 11 personnel to be able to run with those guys because the Bengals have the 11 personnel, best 11 personnel by far. That's just, you know, my take on it. And keep in mind, they get Deshaun Watson another weapon or two. And the Ravens, as you said, Big G, the Ratbirds just fired their offensive coordinator. Right. So maybe they about to make a switch. Yeah. Uh, Reginald Rivers, what's up, homie? Reginald says Lamar won't be in Baltimore next year. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, franchise taxes are expensive. So if they trade him, what are they going to trade him for? And who's going to be willing to give up? a first-round, multiple first-round draft picks and picks in order to make it work in an offense that you're going to have to shift everything. You're not going to play 11 personnel with Lamar Jackson. So I don't know. I, I'm looking for him to franchise. I think they're just going to work it out. I think Lamar's just really, to be honest, pissed off. And I think they're just going to work it out, man. You know, that's Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if they'll work it out in, in, in terms of a long-term deal, but I think they will franchise him next year. I think the price tag is about $45 million. And then the second year, if they got to do it again, it'll be fifty-three. Then they'll just, then they'll 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 let him go after that. Yeah, yeah, I can no. see it. You don't think so? You think it's long-term payday? I, I'm sorry, I was looking at the comment section. Um, Who's no, comment? I, I think um, Mark Tobin says Chicago. Big G I, says Chicago. No, it's not happening. Um, <laughs> the uh, the minor the minor. I like I like mine that, better. I, I I can agree. They um, the minor brain fart that Ryan Poles, who's the general manager in Chicago, that he had when he made a couple of trades recent in recent in recent months. We don't need to we don't need to rehash them. But those brain farts are in the past. He's not going to do anything silly again. He's going to draft his own good players, and we're going to build through that. Not trading for somebody older and more expensive to do the same thing that we already have. That makes no sense. But 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 Lamar Jackson is more proven. I mean, you you trade for Lamar Jackson and lock him up, then then you got an MVP quarterback locked up for the next five or six years. We think Justin Fields can be something, but he's not proven. As, as I said, yeah, you trade for somebody who's older, 
and it was more expensive because, you know, he would be those two things because he's more proven. Why not just hold on to what we have and build through that? That's that doesn't make any sense. Why why trade why trade why trade away you know new new Lamar for you know old Lamar? Yeah. Hey, but I, I'm gonna tell you what though, Lamar it's gonna be hard to keep him there. I think like Tate said, the franchise tag is coming for sure. Oh, Lamar yeah. wants to go play in hot weather. Lamar wants to go. My, I'm telling you, he wants to go to Miami. He want to go home. So, but I whether or not if it's this year or in two years, that's probably gonna go down with Lamar Jackson. As as I as as we said in you know backstage in uh, in our chats, um, be on the lookout for Burrow's contract. Be on the lookout for Justin Herbert's uh, Herbert's uh, contract offer. Those yeah. two things are going to play heavy into what what Lamar Jackson does. If they take something under what Kyler got, under what Watson got, yeah. then Lamar knows Lamar no longer has anything to stand on. Right. But if they also come in there and, and say demand the same thing that Lamar was demanding, which they should, yeah. then then you're going to see this play out over over the, over the course of uh, into next offseason. Yeah, Thaddeus Lamar Jackson does not have an agent, <laughs> so yes, he does represent himself. Neither is the last signing the Ravens made. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, you're talking about the middle linebacker from the Bears. Yeah, Tay, you yeah. sound great. You're muted. Yeah, she's straight mute. Oh my bad. <laughs> I said his mama is his agent, though. Yeah, for sure. She is. Represent um, herself. But I don't know. Any <laughs> any 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 final comments on this uh Bengals Bills game for B Dirt get out of here? Hey, 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 B Dirt, before you go, man. You wanna do somebody dirty? <laughs> uh I, I do have one, and I, I expected to do it next week, but I do have one. I got two things I want to do. First, I want to say this. My say it with my chest moment here. The QBs in the AFC are cold, man. Yeah. You got, you know, I think we're all in agreement that Lawrence took that step forward and, and, and leapfrogged Herbert. But then you got Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, uh, Burrow, Mahomes. Man. Hey, yeah. man, don't forget about my boy Russ. Russ Trash. Uh, get, get Russ out of here, man. Come and, on, man. And, and Russ Trash. Man, don't start that kids. nonsense. You got some young kids. Does Pickett make that step next year like Lawrence did this year? There's there's some there's some really, really good uh, good quarterbacks over there. But, yeah, my doing it dirty is uh, – I'll tell you, I'm, I'm tired of this – the rugby scrum, man. Oh, good Lord. I I just see this it, – it get it's getting so easy to pick up that fourth and one with that rugby scrum and, and getting an extra couple yards here and there. I, I don't know why I think I, I hearken back to USC Notre Dame. I feel like that ruined it for everybody. The bush push. How, yeah. The bush push. How, how far are we away from someone hiring a rugby coach to come in and actually have a play? That's a rugby play, or are we going to be doing a rugby scrum? Uh, instead of the hook and ladder or the hail mary at the end of a half or a game i i'm tired of it i can't i can't the nfl needs to step in outlaw the rugby scrum i'm done on that note i'm out who day <laughs> all right be dirt all right be dirt yeah for sure pay big g what's up man so what i got what what what, what i got for us to talk about the last part of the show and whatever you guys want to include. 
But Big G, let's talk yep. and pay. Hey, let's talk about Matt Canada keeping his job. What you guys think about that? Uh, go ahead, G. No, nah, pay. You get the honors, man. Now go ahead, because okay. I got some stuff All to right. say. So, you know. as I, I will be on the outside looking in, uh, as I said last week, um, they keep offensive coordinators for three years. You know, I thought I thought it was you know pretty much uh, going. I, I think I think it was. Uh, um, Something that was uh, uh, in the in the stones already it was in the writing. He was going to be back for a third, third and possibly final season. Mike Tomlin said all year that he wasn't making a, he wasn't changing for the sake of changing. I mean, I think he said that after the Bills game when he, uh, they lost by thirty five some odd points. Um, yeah. So over the last nine weeks, the um, of the of the season when uh, when Pittsburgh went seven and two, the offense pretty much carried the team the whole way. And I think, you know, you want to give Canada at least, you got to give them at least that, that third, that third, um, that third year in his contract, just because of the strength of that, they were, um, they, they finished the season, what, 16th in Russia, which they haven't, which is the highest they've been in what, six or seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, all their offensive metrics went up. So, I mean, well, then I think they, before the bye, they were averaging 13 points. They went to 21 over the last nine. Yeah. So that's that's a that's a big, that's a factor of getting healthy and getting more confident in the in the offensive scheme, which you know goes back to Canada. So I think yeah, that third that third season, you know, is is he earned it at least. Yeah, yeah. I I, I have torn torn views about Matt Canada. The issue is, is that is it Matt Canada making the offense vanilla for Kenny Pickett and Kenny Pickett saying, listen, I'm better than what you say. I know the playbook. The play is coming in. This is what I see, and I'm changing the play. Because I saw a lot of that at down the stretch for the Steelers, right? So that so now then the next question becomes, does Canada continue to hold Pickett back or does he let him loose in the offense, right? And then that be that I don't want the dynamic to happen where Canada and Pickett is beefing about what are the plays on the field. And that can happen because quarterbacks and OCs beef all the time, you know, about what plays should be done and how and where. So so is this the transition year? Should we scrap him and go with a guy that's going to be more quarterback friendly? My personal beliefs, I wish we would have scrapped him. I know we didn't. It's too late. It's water under the bridge. But I would have scrapped him. Byron Leftwich is who I would have went and got because Leftwich understands the progression of football as an offensive coordinator because he played the position. And I think he's young enough to where he's not going to be like, well, I'm the guy and picking, you're going to listen to me. I think it'll be more of them working together in conjunction because one of the things you see with those younger um, quarterbacks that beat her listed off earlier is that those quarterbacks have offensive coordinators that are very much in their ear, in their face, but at the same time working together to get it done. I.E. why Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, the list goes on. Those guys are winning and, and, and taking the next step up because the OC is friendly or more of on their side as far as pushing the ball down the field because that's what every quarterback wants to do. So if I was the guy, uh, Canada would have been packing and I would have got left with. But it's water under the bridge, so we got to make the best of what we can with Canada being the OC next year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's just, you know, my opinion. So two two seasons, two offensive coordinators for your uh, quarterback of the future. Well, he's and a rook. 
He's a rook, so it, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt him that bad. He's a rook. Hey, know? check check it out. This is this is my thought on it. I would have been okay either way. They could have scrapped him. They could keep him. I understand keeping him because the offense, like Pay said, was trending in a positive direction the second half of the season. I mean, not so much in points, but in in, in moving the ball and third down conversions and all those other metrics like that. Now they, they got to do better inside the red zone. They got to score more points. Yeah. But the continuity, the line, Big G is going to tell us about the line in a second, but the continuity of the line and all, all five of them playing together for 16 games, I think that's big. I think coming into the season, Kenny Pickett from training camp, at best, was only getting third, second, and third team reps. True. You know, until – until after the Jets game, that was game five, yeah. before he was getting first team reps. Correct. You know what I mean? So I think that'll play big going to the to the year next year. Kenny Pickett made the rounds this week on uh on media. He was on the Cam Hayward podcast. He was on yep. the uh the Pat McAfee podcast also. Yes, he was. And he's saying he has a good relationship with Matt Canada from back since 2015 when Canada was recruiting him. To come to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. he like he likes Matt Kennedy. He says Canada asks his thoughts on the offense and what he likes and those things like that. And I don't know if it was Canada holding Kenny Pickett back or Mike Tomlin holding the offense back to try and put the team in position to win the game with their defense. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't put that past Tomlin. I'm not saying that was the wrong decision, but with the team we had with a young offense, a line that wasn't very good early in the season. They just want to not turn the ball over and put points up when they can and let the defense win the game. Mm-hmm. So I think next year with a season of experience under his belt, a full offseason, offseason workouts with the receivers, first-team reps coming training camp, mm-hmm. I think we'll see a lot better offense going into next year. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree, Tate. I like that take for sure, for sure, man. Yeah, second, as you say, second season is the uh, is the is the show point, right? It's the proof point for these quarterbacks, uh, for these young quarterbacks. So, uh, with the continue uh, continuation with having a, having a regular offensive line, having a having the same offensive coordinator, same quarterback, you know who you know who's coming out of camp as the QB one, who's going in and coming out of camp as QB one. You yeah. should see that. Should see that growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the 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 excuses won't be there this season coming up. The first season Canada was coordinator, it was Big Ben's last year. He was he was he was quarterback coach the year before that. Big Ben's last season was his first season. Yeah. This season he had either Mitch or rookie quarterback. And now next season he has a line that played together all 16 games. He has Kenny Pickett who started like like 11 or 12 games. You know, he got he got his receivers with Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Pat Frymuth is a is an up and coming star at tight end. I mean, he has yeah. everything everything he needs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like I said, I, I it's 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 a half dozen versus you know six. You know which way you want to swing it. You know, but I, but like I said, I like I like Leftwich as a, as a OC man. I really do. I really like Leftwich, and he's going to land somewhere. I don't know where, but he's going to land somewhere. But at Canada. If you don't handle your business, you're getting them papers next year, buddy. <laughs> you better handle you better handle your business this year, man. 
or you getting them papers. Bringing in the uh, bringing in the U-Haul. The, the, the Utah U-Haul U-Haul truck is waiting. It's revved up, warmed up, and ready to go. <laughs> he better handle his business. We better be in the playoffs next year, Matt Canada. That's all I'm saying. We better be in there because you have too much talent already. Let alone what we can add to on that offensive scheme. We have too much talent. Ryan Ryan, Ryan Ryan Gosling says Pickett and DJ need need to work on some of the red zone snaps. I think I think that'll come in the offseason. I mean, Kenny Pickett said on uh Pat McAfee show, I believe, he's gonna have some of the guys come down to Florida yeah. in March yeah. and then later on again up to coming up to new, his home in New Jersey that way to work out. Yeah. So I mean, I, let's see. B B Dirt left and got in the live chat. Elder Bills to the field going to first possession, 17-10. Okay, cool. Bad, bad, bad pass by uh to uh from Josh Allen over the head of uh over the head of Dawson Knox in the end zone led to the uh led to a field goal. You get you you get that from Josh Allen sometimes. Some of that get rattled and turn the ball over. But Big G, Mark Mark Tobin transitions us into what we're going to talk about with you, man. Talk about the offensive line. He said we need an upgrade at left guard. Kevin Dawson, left tackle, Dan Moore. What say you about the offensive line, Big G? Who? Oh, wait, 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 wait. A former offensive line lineman on the college Division One level. So Big yeah. G knows what he's talking about. But offensive line, all that, all that eleven personnel stuff. He ain't never caught no ball in his life. But <laughs> <laughs> he knows about the offensive line. So tell us what you think, Big G. Well, believe it or not, I used to sit in the in the in the quarterback uh, meeting sometimes, and I would also sit in the wide receiver and tight end meetings because it, it's pivotal that if you're going to be an offensive player, you understand the rhythm and the sync because offensive linemen work in as a unit. They move as a unit. They work as a unit, right? So you so the better you're in sync with the total offense, the better offensive lineman you're going to be. So. I might not have caught. I was out there, you know, and, and practice early and all whatever else. And my, one time I hey. thought I was cool and they had that little old, old school jug machine. I had gloves on out there catching it. My coach was like, hey, man, hey, get hey, your hey, big hey, behind hey, in here, hey, man. Hey, man. Playing, playing, <laughs> playing, 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 playing off the line also. I got to talk about, see if you remember my my my, my one time in the, in, the, in the sun. When you remember that time I, I caught an onside kick and started running it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot who he was playing, but I remember you doing it, man. Yeah, man. I ran yeah, back. Sure. They had no business supposed to just fall on it. I, you know, but being off his line, you'll get the ball out. Like, I got the rock now, man. I got to take off. <laughs> hey, you know, my senior year against uh, – we was playing Lancaster in the in the, in the quarter – well, the, the final eight. And uh, we were down by a touchdown. And we had just scored a touchdown. We were down by a touchdown, like two minutes and some change left. And they, for whatever reason, onside kicked it to me. And I did like I was supposed to do fall on and all whatever else. Man, Coach Leonard Rush was so proud of me, man. After the game, he came up and hugged because we went down and scored. You know, so he was like, you did exactly what we had been working on for three years. When the ball came to you, down it because we need the ball fast so that we can speed up the offense. So, you know, I get it. But I, but in my mind, when I caught it, I was like, man, run it. You know, and I was like, nah, I got to settle in of what I've been trained to do, man. So. It happened to me in high school, happened to me in junior college, and also happened to me at, at, at Division One school. But anyway, getting back to the Steelers' offensive line. So this is the first year those five guys ever played together. I knew personally it was going to be a struggle starting out the gate because they didn't have the timing. You had two guys come in from a free agent standpoint, 
and two or two guys who were basically on their first or second year starting. So there was no continuity across the board for those Steelers offensive linemen. With, and, and also you had guys switch positions. So you had guys go from left guard to left tackle, right guard to right tackle. They move linemen around all year long, right? So, but once the continuity started hitting in, which was somewhere around that last six games, what you'll notice is all of a sudden, Najee Harris's yards per game went up to around 75 yards per game. And we went as a team, I think the last six games as the Steelers, we averaged somewhere between 137 and 138 yards rushing as a team. With a couple of like almost 200, like a 200-yard game, uh, second to last game, and like 150, 160-yard game the week before we lost to the Baltimore Ravens. the last nine weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, we were up there. So, so I think that the Steelers, the continuity of that, of those linemen playing together, Dan Moore, Kenny Dodson, uh, James Daniels, Chewy, and uh, 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 Mason Cole, it, it, it benefited as the season went on. So in my mind, I'm like, don't break it up. I, 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 but this is the catch-22. We pick at 17, right? So the question is, will a guy like uh, Skaliski from Northwestern, Paris Johnson from Ohio State, or Broderick Jones, the, the tackle from Georgia, be there at 17? I don't know if one of those guys is going to be there. For the top two, definitely ain't going to be there at 17. So will, is Broderick Jones... Do you piece and say, okay, Broderick Jones versus uh, Jordan Addison or Jackson Smith and Juca? Because Jackson Smith and Juca and Jordan Addison are going to be there at 17. So what, which way do you go? And that goes back to our conversation we were having about the Bengals. The Bengals had that same scenario. Take Sewell out of Oregon or take Jamar Chase. They took Jamar Chase and look at what's going on with the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm a firm believer that you can find quality offensive linemen in the second and third round. I would love to get a kid like Jones, Dewan Jones, the right tackle from Ohio State, like in that third round, and plug him in to build depth. And then if our left side's not working, you plug him in at right tackle, flip the left tackle, and now you got something going on with as far as the Steelers is concerned. Or if you want to even look at it from a free agency standpoint, I, there's, you can always get a guy who's one or two years in the league that could come in as a free agent and plug and, and play. But the whole issue is the continuity, right? Second point, you got to make sure offensive line includes tight end position. So they block. So, you know, I love Hayward. I love Friarmouth. Those guys are blockers. So getting that continuity with the tight ends and that tight 11 personnel is going to make a difference in running the ball as well. So I like the line. I don't think we should add any pieces. But uh, but uh, but if if a guy, you know, God forbid, a Paris Johnson or a Storinsky from Northwestern drops to that 17 spot, then, okay, it's, it's th those two versus Jordan Addison and Jackson Smith and Juca. Y you might want to take one of those two because those are 10-year starters, possible Pro Bowl uh, left tackles, and they would make all the difference in the world. But I just don't think – you're going to have that high of a grade of a left tackle drop to you all the way down to 17. So, like I said, it, 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 it'll probably be, be you'll probably see the continuity of those linemen, and then they draft stock and put players behind them. But I'm telling you, that Dewan Jones kid, the right tackle for Ohio State, if he's there in the third round, get him. 
getting because he could come in and be a day one starter, and then you flip the third, back. The third, the, the, the third round or the third pick? Are, are the third, either the third round, either the third round or the third pick. Either way. Well, it, you know, he, the, 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 the third round we pick at four. I mean, this, the third pick we pick 48. The third round we pick 80. Correct. So, but I think he'll be there either way. I think he'll be there at 48. The, the question for me is personally, as the Steelers with the third pick at 48, would a guy like a Washington, the tight end from Georgia, or a Anthony Carter from Army, would they be there with that third pick? You know, that 48. So if, if, if you have to weigh those two out, then you take like an Anthony Carter or you take like a, 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 the Washington tight end from Georgia at that position because that's going to help either the offense and or the defensive line or interior. Right, and then wait on Dewan Jones. But if you get to eighty and he's sitting there, picking man. So, 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 like I said, I think, but I do believe an off season with that Steelers offensive line and they working in and continuity and see and, and and together, they're really going to improve as a team. I really do believe. It. Yo, he said Gentry can block too. Yeah, I, absolutely, Gentry can block. He said Chewy sucks as a left tackle. All right, I, I feel you. I, I'm not mad at you. But like I said, is is a guy like Starinsky but, from Northwestern? I don't, I don't, I don't, here, I don't think I don't think Chuke sucks, man. I think I think he's a he he he's a he's an average NFL player, but he just turned twenty five years old and he has four years starting experience. Yeah. So I yeah. so I think there's a lot to work with there. The thing with the Steelers line is, I believe James Daniels is a third round pick for Chicago. Yes. Chooks is a. A, a third round pick out of Central yes. Michigan. Yep. You got Kevin uh, Mason. Was fourth, fourth round. Kevin Dawson. Kevin Dawson was, was fourth. fourth. They were Dan, fourth round. Dan Moore was fourth. Yeah. I think Mason Cole was like a third round, maybe fourth out of Michigan. But so we don't we 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 don't have top pedigree guys, but yeah. we have we have we have good guys. Yeah. And with 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 rapport, continuity, and consistency and working together. They can be a, a, a good O line unit. I don't know yeah. that you, unless one one of those guys fall. I don't know that you spend one of those first two picks on alignment, mm -hmm. unless it's your guy. I'm not saying it has to be a receiver. It can be D line help, tackle or edge. It can be the linebacker. It can even be a corner, but. I don't know that it has to be O-line. I think that I think you come back with that starting five, you bring in a vet or two in free agency just to add add depth to the room in competition. But I, I want to see him. I want to see him. He said, Joey, I, I feel Joey, Joey Porter. Everybody, all the Steelers are on Joey Porter Jr. at that 17 pick. I get it. The pedigree he's tied to the team. But does Joey Porter Jr. make us better or does Jordan Addison make us better? Or does Jackson Smith and Juca make us better? Do those do you offensively become better, which alleviates pressure on the defense? There's no so let me let me make this clear too on the BTSC. There's no shutdown corner in the first round. Nobody is going to come in and just be like, there's not a sauce gardener running around in that first round this year, right? There's Mingo's a good kid, Joy Porter Jr. is a good kid, Gonzalez is a good kid out of Oregon. They're all they're all decent football players. But there's no Sauce Gardner running around. So I, I'm saying to make Pickett grow, get him another piece. You set Jordan Addison in that slot, or you set Jackson Smith and Juca in that slot, there's going to be a lot of problems going on with Kenny Pickett, uh, Jackson Smith and Juca, slash Jordan Addison, 
and Deontay Johnson. Hey, Pay. There's gonna be a lot going on. Pay, what's what's what what's that comment about? You you looking at the game? I am. Uh what's funny is uh they're about to do a rugby scrum to get this next touchdown. Uh shout out <laughs> to Blue Dirt. Yeah. Um, Buffalo's defense has not shown any type of resistance all day. So, mm. um, so the Cincinnati score again? What are we talking about? They're on the one. They're about to do a score. They're about to do a scrum to get this touchdown. They're gonna push the bush to push go up twenty four to ten. Yeah, it's going to be twenty four ten, and well, there's the offsides right there. But so they you know, got it at the inch line. They got it there at the inch line right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Pay, what, what I mean, what what are your thoughts just in general on anything Big G had to say? Just uh as as I said last week, I think the uh the priority this offseason for the Steelers, well the first priority rather, should be evaluation of, of the O-line, including if uh Meyer is the right guy to, to be the coach for that unit. Yeah. Um uh you know, piggyback on something I said earlier, they finished the season 16th in uh in rushing, which is uh, the highest they've been in, you know, half a decade. Uh, but they also did give up 40 sacks, one of which came through that uh, that left tackle that got they knocked out uh, um, Pickett for that Pickett for that game, and, and Mitch come out there and you know you know dribble down his leg. But <laughs> but but to to, to 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 jump on what you said earlier, drafting an offensive lineman ain't really isn't really in the cards, right? Because yeah. it, it's not really going to you don't see it. You know, one of the good guys dropping down that far. Also, yeah. Pittsburgh is one of those rare organizations that they that they live up to their history. They yeah. don't they, they don't fire coaches. They don't fire coaches with that still have you know years on their contract, and they don't draft offensive linemen in the third in the first round. Right. Not really something they do. They haven't done it since ninety six. Alan Finnegan. Alan no, pa- no, no, no. Pouncey and DeCastro. That was that, like nine, right. nine, nine and eleven. Okay. Pouncey was a first rounder. Pouncey was a first rounder. Yeah, out of Florida. All right. Um, and the Castro, the Castro fell to twenty four that year. Yeah, out of Stanford. Yeah. It's, I mean, still, it's been, it's, it's not something they do. No, you're right. Yeah. It's not. Um, I think uh, you know, I, I pretty much agree with both of you all. Like, if if one of those change of uh, one of those uh um high level guys fall, yeah, you, then you pivot. But um. At this point, I would stick. I would stick with what I got, and you know, try to um, try to uh, try uh, try to see if some more uh, continu- continuity over the offseason would be good for them, rather than just adding some more pieces to it. I agree. Hey, we're, we're real quick while we come to a pause, and we 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 go we gonna go go to break. With if you're on YouTube, keep watching. We could be about ten seconds. And we're going to come back and finish up with our closing thoughts and say it with your chest segment and then get ready to get out of here so we can go finish watching the game. So we'll be back in 10 seconds. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we're back on the, the, home, the, homie, the Homies podcast on the BTSC Network. Thanks, everybody here in the live chat for joining us. We appreciate all your comments and stuff. But okay, so we talked about the Bills Bengals going on right now. We talked about the Steelers online, Matt Canada. We touched on a lot of different things. Uh, I'd like to just briefly talk about this this weekend's playoff game, the two games yesterday, and and preview the 49er Cowboy game coming up in a few minutes. Let's take five minutes to do that. So, pay what what you what what you think about about the games yesterday? What do you think about uh, Kansas City, Jacksonville? Biggest news out of yesterday is that high ankle sprain for Pat Mahomes. Um, yeah. As we know, that used to be, you know, the the worst injury you can get in football. You know, that could take you out for a month and a half. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we both – obviously, we all think Pat's going to play next week. Um, so, that's going to – that's going to linger – that's going to linger heavy over whoever he sees because, obviously, you know, that's going to take away from his uh, his superpowers. You saw him struggle to ha- just to hand the ball off a few times after uh, after that injury. Um so yeah, that's that's the one to keep a lookout look out for. Um the the Jaguars, they're gonna be they're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. They you see you see you've seen the wrinkles, you see the uh you see you, you see the the blueprint of a of a strong offense. Not necessarily, yeah. you know, you know, record setting offense, but you see something that's gonna that that's, that can take them someplace, that can be with uh that can that can hold them for a good half decade if not longer yeah as far as the other game uh it went pretty much as most people expected uh the giants <laughs> the giants were uh paper champs they they, they would try hard to the other year <laughs> they got they got to uh they, they beat the vikings you know gold star for that uh but beat but beating beating philly that's a tall order they didn't they didn't have the horses for that and philly philly showed it they ran up the stairs like rocky they they did they they did they trample <laughs> Yeah, I think sure. uh I think to, to just to piggyback on what you had to say, Pay, I think Jacksonville is, is going to be the team to beat in AFC South for the next seven or eight years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the Giants, yeah, yeah, we didn't expect them to beat Phil. I didn't expect them to lose 30, 38 to 7. Yeah, they got mashed. They got 38 7. Yeah. But I think the Giants are just a few, a few offensive weapons, skill players away from being really good. I mean, Daniel Jones don't really have anybody to throw to on the outside. So I think you get him a couple pieces. I think he'll be their guy going forward. I think they maybe sign him to a three or four year deal. Yeah. Not one of them long mega deals, but he I think he's gonna get like three or four year about between 30 and 35 million a year. And they I definitely got the best coach in the league. I mean that guy that guy can coach. Brian he Dable coaches, uh, should should up. should be coach of the year. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think what those games went as we as we thought they should win. You know, Big G and our pick them showing the know it alls. I jumped out there and picked Jacksonville, not yeah. because I thought they were going to win, but because I thought they had a chance. And I'm three games behind you and trying to catch you. 
So I got to pick a game opposite of you. That didn't go my way. But I really feel like they was in it tough until that that fumble with like six minutes left in the fourth quarter inside the five-yard line. I was was happy with that backdoor cover, though. That backdoor cover was great. Hey, but Tate, that's what I said. I said that the game was going to be close until they make a mistake. Yeah. And when and every time they made a mistake, it stretched it out. It stretched it out. So so the mistakes are, are would kill them. But that's just because they don't know. They have to learn. It's like the old school, it's like it's like the old school Detroit Pistons when they had to learn from getting beat up by the Celtics and the, and the Lakers. And then and then they gave the baton over to the Bulls. You gotta learn how to win. You gotta get beat up and go in there and be mad and like, man, dang, we lost. So now moving forward. Next year, they, they don't got a taste of it. They get it. So, like, like we're going to really see them evolve as a team. And they got a good coach, too. Coach Peterson is a good coach. That guy knows he knows offense. I think they're going to have to add a couple defensive Peters pieces. And you add uh, Ridley to them plus the 25th pick, which a guy like Bajan Robinson might be sitting. Ooh, Jacksonville is going to be dangerous next year. No, well, you don't, you don't, you want Bijan Robinson to be a, to be a, a a partner with 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 ETN, a committee. Every, every successful running running back room has two guys. I.e. Pittsburgh. Listen up, Warren Harris, two guys. So so don't be tripping two, about Warren. He's ready. Let him two play. Straight, two straight years drafting a running back in the first round. Yeah, I don't see that. And they 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 they, they, they took ETN year before last. Right, yeah. They, right. They, they, right. Listen, they need another guy to run with him. This is first year playing, though. Yeah, but John Robinson is a, is a exceptional talent. So if you're sitting there at 25, you better snatch him. You better snatch him right now. You don't let him go past you at 25. So so, and but I, I, he might not be there. But if a guy like John Robinson is there, even like I said, with Ridley added to that offense, they're going to be dynamic. Okay, Big G, give us give us your thoughts on 49ers Cowboys. Um, the, the, the game is going to be won by what defense plays better. And I, like I've been telling Mod on the Know-It-Alls podcast forever, I got four words for you, man. Four letters. B-O-S-A. Bosa. <laughs> <laughs> and Bosa is coming. You know what I'm saying? He's not blockable. There is no offensive lineman in the league. And there's no scheme that can stop him. It, he's, he's too strong and he's too fast. So if Bosa gets home a couple of times on Dak, Dak going to throw a pick. Dak probably going to throw a pick six because he's going to get scared because he's going to hear Bosa coming. So so the issue is going to be, but then on the same level, Parsons on the other side, if he gets home on that rookie quarterback who's not playing like a rookie quarterback, Purdy, you know, if he gets home one or two times, it makes a difference. The issue is, is that the 11 personnel for the San Francisco 49ers is a thousand times better than the 11 personnel for the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, I'm telling you right now, Ward's traveling with C.D. Lamb. He's going to lock him. And then I don't think on the other way the Cowboys can lock that 11 personnel for the 49ers. Fourth quarter. Yeah, it's fourth quarter. 24-10, it might be a wrap. It might be a wrap. Okay, uh, the Cowboy 49 game I see playing out, man. I think I think it's going to be closely contested. I think it'll be a tight game. Um, I think I got the 49ers winning. I think I said 24-17, 24-20, something like that. Um, 
I think I don't know that that Purdy has to has to be the guy to win the game. He just can't lose the game. Right. Because I think I think Kyle Shanahan can draw plays for Debo, for McCaffrey, for Kittle. I mean, they got so many weapons. I just like Purdy just has to be that point guard distributing the ball. Don't 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 try and be a dude and win the game. Just you know, just just play your role. Do as 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 the as Hoodie would say, the 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 coach up in New England would say, just do your job. Yeah, just do yeah. your job. Yeah, you know. So I got San Francisco winning that. So I mean, I think San Francisco. I mean, as it is right now, even with the Buffalo Bengals game going on right now. We have all the best teams left yes. right now. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We do. I mean, no, no, nobody skated in into this round. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think the Giants are better than the Vikings. Yeah. Well, Go ahead. That speaks to that speaks to the increased parity in the NFL. But like I'm saying it, I'm gonna keep saying it everywhere I'm at. BTSC know it all. Eleven personnel is gonna get you to the promised land. 11 personnel is going to get you to the promised land. you got to have both 11 personnel, three wide, tight end, running back, quarterback. you got to have it. It's showing you right now in your face in the NFL. It showed you last year in the NFL. It really showed you since Pat Mahomes. Since Pat Mahomes first jumped out a couple of years ago, 11 personnel. So Steeler land, 11 personnel is going to get us a victory. It's going to get us win. we got to have it to be able to keep up. 11 personnel. Okay, here's our – that's our dissertation on 11 personnel for the fifth straight week in a row. I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> we, we know. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so let's get ready to get out of here. And with that, we're going to do our uh, Say It With Your Chest segment of the show. So, you know, whatever y'all want to say, you want to say with some meaning, go ahead and stick your chest out there, pay. You can probably probably got the biggest chest here since you work out regularly. But uh, <laughs> go ahead and say it with your chest. Josh Allen hit a ceiling last season. That was the best he was going to be for his whole career. Yeah, wow. He, uh, whole career? His, his whole career. He cut down wow. his record list. He, you know, he, you know, he he played tremendous ball. I'm not thinking that, I'm not saying he didn't. But from this point on. He will, he was gonna he's gonna regress to what you know his drafts his draft card said reckless and less accurate than you would prefer. He's gonna he's gonna the reckless Josh hashtag reckless Josh is coming back and he's gonna he's gonna be less MVP Josh and more of a, a of a Corvette version of Jay Cutler. Wow, Corvette Cutler. <laughs> I'm coining that. Corvette Cutler, I'm coining that phrase for sure. Corvette Cutler is the new Josh Allen. Wow. Wow. Take it. Hashtag. Yeah. What's up, John C? Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, so so I so I, you know, I'm gonna stick my chest out with it, man. I'm gonna stick my chest out with it. I believe that that the representation. For the AFC in the AFC championship game or Super Bowl for the next three seasons, it's going to come from the AFC North. I think for the next three seasons in a row, we had it last year. 
I think this year, I'm, I'm telling you, the Bengals is representation of the AFC. And I think the two years following, the AFC North is going to be the representation for the Super Bowl for the AFC. I, I hear the Chargers. I see the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm looking over there at Buffalo. But I think our division is too good, man. And I think we have too many young quarterbacks that are great and that can push the ball up the field and understand the game. We have MVP caliber quarterbacks in our division, including our youngster that's over there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right now. The kid could, as time goes forward, put himself in position to win an MVP in the league. He, he reminds me of Joe Burrow. He, he looks, he plays like Joe Burrow first did when he first played. So now let's see next year if he makes the progression. Hey, Every quarterback in our every quarterback in that division, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Kenny Pickett, Joe Burrow could win the NFL MVP. I believe it. Okay. Uh, quick question. Go ahead, Pay. Get your thoughts oh. on that real quick. Uh, uh, I think we know who who will be the AFC North uh, representative in the Super Bowl this year, but next year, who who you who you thinking? Somebody out of the AFC North. I mean, there's only four teams. Who, who, who you got? It's the Bengals till they get stopped. It's the Bengals till they get popped, man. Right, 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 right now, right now, going in as we head into next year, my front runners would be the Bengals and then the Steelers. The Steelers gonna make a big jump next year. They make a big jump next year, and I don't know, I don't know where Baltimore is at right now. Yeah. And then Deshaun Watson start getting paid next year in Cleveland, so you know they got to make some adjustments. But, but so, but, but right now, I got the Bengals one for next year, Steelers two, and then we go from there. Yeah, but and but in order to win the division, your quarterback's got to be an MVP or in the running for the MVP. That's how good our division is. Our division is so good that your quarterback's gonna have to ball out of control for us to win the division. You, you your quarterback has got to do the thing. If he don't do the thing. You ain't winning the division because it's really that good going on over there. By far, we had the best four quarterbacks. It ain't even close. It ain't even close as far as best. Wow, it ain't close, but the AFC West, man. And Russy trash. I'm gonna keep telling you that all way all day and night. He the got Raiders, it. The Raiders don't even. And have the Raiders a ain't got a quarterback. Raiders don't have a quarterback. Oh, I give you that. Russie but trash. assuming, assuming this goat in the same division with Mahomes and Herbert and and and, and, and rejuvenated Russ. Cause it's coming back. It's coming back. You'll see. And I, and you know, I'm just a Russ fan, not a Broncos fan, but I think they're in the discussion if, if Goat goes to the Raiders. But Goat ain't going to the Raiders. But keep it, keep it moving. My say it with your chest is to piggyback along on what Big G kind of said, man. Um, Kenny Pickett is going to is going to make a jump into the top ten of NFL quarterbacks next year. Top ten. I, I mean, I we. Feel you. I mean, we 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 talking about that tier with a healthy Kyler Murray. We when we talking about on that tier with with Dak, who's somewhere between ten and twelve. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence has ascended to that now. He's in the top ten. Yeah. I mean, so I think Pickett makes the jump next year with with with, with the offense uh, having more continuity. Him another year in the offense and. 
getting all first team reps and camps and offseason workouts and stuff. Um, I really see him. I really see that combination of uh, uh, Pickett and Pickens becoming like Burrow and Chase. I do, and that's not even to say if they if they do happen to draft Jordan Addison, yeah, or or Jackson Smith and Juke, either one, it's going to cause some problems. Either one's going to cause some problems. I'm telling you, it's going to cause some problems. So yeah, so that that that's my sell my chest. Kenny Pickett going to be a top ten NFL quarterback as early as next year. Uh, I don't think he'll pass by. Uh, what would you say, Corvette Cutler? <laughs> Corvette Cutler, <laughs> Josh Allen, Corvette Cutler. <laughs> but I do, I do, I do see him digressing. I just Josh Allen. I just don't know if, if he played the his best season of his entire career. He's five years in. Yeah, twenty yeah. twenty six years old. I think. Uh... I think it's hard to coach the recklessness now out of somebody. You know, you thought you, you thought they did uh, last season when he, you know, was lighting the lighting the league up on fire, and then this season come around is is bad. Yeah, and that's and that's and, and and that's the 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 turnaround is directly related to Coach Dable because look what Danny Dimes did this year. He turned the ball over less than he has any other time in his career. Correct. Yeah. And Correct. he's going from Buffalo. Dable is now, and Josh Allen is back to old Josh. Yeah. So, yep. you know. But all right, fellas. Well, man, it's been an awesome show. Let's go watch the end of that game. Thank you guys once again for, for, for joining us. Um, Big G, go 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 ahead and plug whatever you got going on, man. Hey, man, make sure you guys check us out as we do a recap on the three AFC games played today on the Know-It-Alls podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Check us out at 6.15 p.m on your local Eastern Standard Time for the Know-It-All podcast. Myself, Big G, and Mod. So let's get it in at 6.15. He said myself, Big G. <laughs> myself, Tate, and Mod. And, and you know, sometimes it's like we looking in the mirror. My bad. <laughs> so check us out hey, on the Know-It-All podcast. Hey, Pay, you got anything to say before we get out of here? The rest breath. Hey, wait, i like to say this, man. Oh, yeah, I like that. But Big G was telling us backstage, man, that there's some, 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 some random – Woman came up to him and was talking about how how great payday looks. Why she watched the BTSC podcast? This is a true story. Yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> true, true story. True oh, story. oh, yeah. oh! Fake Najee Harris want to be looking like. Hey, pay <laughs> the ladies love you, man. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Stiller fans love you, man, and Stiller ladies love you even more. Keep up the good work, payday. LL Cool P. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, so thank thanks everybody for joining us in the live chat. Uh, be sure you know this is your one stop shop for all Steelers news. We try to bring a different flavor every every Sunday early evening where we talk about what's going on in the rest of the NFL. Just you know, just just kick back and chop it up with each other, just in general. But uh, yeah, so be sure to check out all the podcasts on on the YouTube on the audio side and. Check out the BTSC website. Until next week, thanks for joining us here. And pay. Arrest Brett Favre. Another day.